1: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the solemn looking Jason Shear. Hello, Jason Shear. How are you? Turn that
0: frown upside down, my friend. I was just reading something. I'm doing well. What now. were you reading? It obviously made you sad. Uh, no, I was just reading uh, Washington State's best receiver isn't back yet. He had an ankle sprain, he's not going to be back this weekend. Oh well, that's a bummer,
1: man. You know what? Uh, hopefully, he makes it back. But you know what? Take your time. Take your time. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk a lot of Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some Arizona football as well. But first, you know what? Why don't we start with some Arizona basketball? Jason Shear is actually a voter awesome. <laughs> that can uh, that can actually uh, uh, vote on the uh, the conference. Uh, uh, where everybody goes, Sheer. What do you think of the conference picks right now? For one through four is all that matters, really. It's Arizona. It's then uh, USC, UCLA, and Oregon. What say you, my friend?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think those those are the obvious four. I had Oregon switched with UCLA, so I had UCLA for Oregon. Get Oregon. UCLA, huh? I don't get UCLA. I don't get UCLA either. I mean, look, uh, you like Dylan Andrews a lot more than I do. I don't like Dylan Andrews. I don't, I don't think he's good enough. Um, I don't know where their points are going to come from. I don't know how Cronin is going to coach international players. They don't fit his vibe very well. He's not the most patient guy. Um, You know, I, I, four with me for UCLA was fine. I didn't really consider putting him higher. I guess I could see three, Uh, but it wouldn't also surprise me if, if call, you know, it, UCLA has a lot of questions. I just trust that the rest of the conference is not very good either.
1: All right. Yeah. I the one that's intriguing to me, I, I feel I feel I would bet Air, I would choose Arizona as one. I would assume you backed the A and chose Arizona number one as well.
0: Yeah. I Arizona one, yeah. USC two, Oregon three, UCLA four.
1: Arizona is the one team that I have the least amount of questions about, if that makes any sense, in that you know they're solidly coached. Um, Now, granted, some things have to fall into place. You don't know if you have a superstar on the team. But from the backcourt to the frontcourt, there aren't the question marks that some of these other teams have.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how I usually do it, is which team has the the least amount of questions. And like USC, I know some people voted them first. For me, it was hard to do that, not knowing – the status of Bronny james and then big vince's back hasn't been well and he had to get surgery or whatever in the off season, and so that to me was a question and then i look at arizona and i don't really have that question i, I think they're actually better than right. they address their needs from last season
1: yeah, I think they're going to be better now. Again, it might not, uh, it might not turn itself into a number two seed, but I do think Arizona is going to be better this year. Honestly, before the season last year, you and I were both talking about, and this is probably a testament to Tommy Lloyd, the Tommy Gun, that uh, you know it felt like kind of a fringe top twenty-five team. You didn't really have a star. Now again, Azulis DeBellis kind of put up star numbers, but he wasn't really a dominant dude in big spots. Um. The fact that they were a number two seed with no NBA talent, I think was more of a testament to Tommy Lloyd. This
0: team feels a lot different, Skier. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing when I look at this team is just the, the backcourt depth and ability to, to take guys off the dribble. It was not there. Um, Courtney Ramey couldn't do it. We know Kirk Reisa couldn't do it. You bring in Jaden Bradley and Caleb Love, who are much better at it. Uh, then you have a guy like KJ Lewis, who's better than... Uh, even you expect it. I don't think you expect him to be this good right away, assuming he it, it carries on. And all of a sudden hey, you have. Hey, hey. What? Sure. Walk what? that
1: back. Walk that back. I said what? many times he should have been a five-star player. Come on. Walk it back.
0: Walk yeah, it back. but I mean, you know, it, we're assuming he's going to no, get minutes. Wait, right. No,
1: you will stand
0: on that. You didn't think he'd get minutes right away. I thought he'd be a
1: five. I thought he was. I should have been a five-star prospect. That's true.
0: He didn't think he could get minutes right away. All I'm saying uh, is, this, way, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The the backcourt depth is so much better than last year. Um, is Keshad Johnson? a Julius dubelis No, he's not going to score like him, but he's probably better. He is. There's no problem. He's better defensively, and he's a better pure rebounder. They're they're going to be fine. And I just like the the depth overall feels more real than it was last year
1: i'm gonna go out on a limb right here sheer and say that he is going to be not the score that Julius tabelas was but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Keisha johnson is going to be a more impactful player i mean let's be honest here Julius uh, tabelas was a very very good player We're not bashing him at all none of that stuff but in big moments and when Arizona really needed to be tough, you never really felt that Azulis was that dude. Keshaw Johnson is not going to get the ball and uh, break you down off the dribble. He's also not going to get punked. And I think at the end of the game, if he's getting you 14-8 and eight and he's playing that kind of defense, I'll take that over what Zoo uh, provided last year, Sheer.
0: Well, it's what we always come back to, which is like, Shaw Johnson's not getting punked. No one's punking Keshaw <laughs> Johnson in the country. Uh, we have seen... Players get physical with the Julius Tubellas, and he did not handle it well. It just took him. I mean, that was the scouting report in the NCAA tournament. Push him around, be physical, and he's just going to start shooting jumpers. Um, You know, Johnson isn't going to do that. And, and look, I I like Zoo a lot. I I think he was really good. And, again, I'm I'm not saying Johnson's better than him, but I don't think there's going to be uh, as much of a drop-off as people probably think. All right, Shear. Now let's talk
1: about Caleb Love. Got some preseason uh, preseason love for the all conference team. Jason Shear put him on his all conference team because I've sh- seen Jason Shear's all conference team. Jason Shear, you are dead set against Caleb Love. You have come around. You love Caleb now. What has changed about Caleb Love, Jason Shear?
0: Well, I think a, a, a lot of times with these teams, there's no deep analysis. If you score a certain amount of points, and you're on a good team you're going to be on the first or second team right and caleb love is going to score here i mean he it, i don't know how efficient it's going to be but he's going to score points and i i think you know the the reviews for him early have been very good um tommy lloyd at media day a little bit ago raved about him uh and, and just you know I, I take tommy at his word most of the time and uh i i think he's going to do well and i think arizona them being the the best team in the conference it. It makes sense, and it was probably between him, Pella, and Boswell, and I, I went with Love because he's going to score more than both those guys.
1: All right, you mentioned Tommy Lloyd. We take him at his word, and by and large, Tommy, the Tommy Gun, has been very good when it comes to his predictions. Remember, when he first took over, he said that he knows what a good team looks like, and he said that was the team with Ben Matherin that wasn't even ranked. He said that he thought Christian Coloco could be on the uh, um, could be on the All Conference team. All of that, or no, excuse me, the Defensive Player of the Year. All of that stuff. But one guy that he has oversold to this point is our guy, the Swedish pinball, Pella Larson. Does Pella Larson reach All-American status this year? Does Tommy Lloyd push him as an All-American this year?
0: <laughs> no, he won't be an All-American. I I felt guilty. I didn't even put him on my 15-player my list. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a second team or first, I, I guess. It's just he's never going to be a big scorer. Like, I think he's good. I like Pella a lot. But at the end of the day, what's his ceiling in yeah. college? It's probably – 12 and six, right? He's never going to go out there and score 15 points a game. Um, I think he's vital to Arizona, but yeah, I know Tommy and the coaching staff adore Pella. Well, and they could maybe even get Pella back for
1: another year because uh, Pella has another year of eligibility. If he wants kind of like big Bill Norton, who we're going to get to here in a minute here. Sheer, I did not know that about big Bill Norton, but go ahead about Pella. What could you see Pella back here again for a ninth year? (laughs)
0: no i just think he's gonna go i mean eventually you gotta go right
1: but i don't see i've never understood that why do you have to go if i can continue to get my education paid for make a little bit of nil it's not like he's gonna play in the nba with all due respect to unifo who is a smarter person than me but you were wrong on this one why in the world would why in the world would you would you leave if i can get paid hang out on campus look at the nice scenery and
0: uh get some more stuff yeah I, I just think because eventually your your clock is ticking on your prof- i mean how old is he i don't even know how old he is i think it'll be like and 23 he, or 24 next year yeah yeah i mean eventually like the clock's ticking on your professional career it's similar like like zoo right like why'd zoo go zoo had money offered he was never gonna be an nba pick. Like maybe you sneak him in the second round but he just said you know what Now's my time. I'm just going to do it now. And and I think that is kind of in a, a same situation.
1: Rodrigo Diaz de Vivar. First of all, a great name right there. You and I have very boring names. This sounds like a Spanish explorer. This is a fantastic name. Rodrigo is the man, by the way. And he says, have you been to Circle K lately? Great question, Sheer. When was the last time you went to Circle K? Uh,
0: Shelby and I went yesterday. There's That's like what we like circle. to hear. Yeah.
1: Now, did you join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today?
0: Uh, I did not, but you it should. sounds like I need to. Yes. Terms and conditions
1: apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Sheer is a man of the people. Did you go to the one on Grant and Oracle? Be honest.
0: Uh, no. I literally i am giving away where I live. I'm, I'm telling you, it's an anomaly. We've talked about this before. I have two Circle Ks across the street from each other. Right. That's no, that's very good. And you know what? They knew that
1: they were trying to serve you the way that you deserve to be served right there. That sounds terrible, but who cares? <laughs> now, five of a kind media, our guy right here, bear down and back the A. Is USC the only other ranked team besides us? Two horse race in the past, in the last year, the Pac 12? A two horse race. Do you get it?
0: Um, uh, I
1: don't know. Are they? I may USC might be ranked i don't know that's a great question i actually <laughs> should know that i apologize that i don't um i will say this
0: if andy enfield wins the
1: conference they didn't come out
0: with a poll yet they haven't come I out with Paul. Paul.
1: yeah you got us nervous there for a second all right yeah. let me ask you this if andy enfield wins the conference you are a big andy enfield denier you've always been and you've stayed resolute um do you see yourself maybe giving andy enfield a little bit of credit if they win the conference this year jason Shear?
0: If they win the conference, yes, that's the only way. That roster is good How enough to win the, con-
1: win the conference. How about if they make another Elite Eight?
0: Yeah, that's fine. I'll
1: give them some credit then. All right. So that's all Andy Enfield has I, to do then for you to make Elite Andy Eight. I no, I know. Nice you fan. obviously hold him to a high You do. All right. That's fair enough. Um, I will that. I was a little interested that I thought uh, uh, we need to talk about it right here. Who is the best big man in the conference? A lot of people are wondering, uh, is Umar Ballo, is Umar Ballo leader of men, the best big man in the conference? I unfortunately believe that it's in Folly Dante. I believe he's probably the best player in the conference. Is that just Dana Altman
0: love right there, or Jason Shearer? No, I would say to Folly Dante, is probably the best big man. I mean, when you, when you, and I, I like Umar a lot, obviously, but I, I think Dante, Dante offers more defensively. I mean, he, he there's similar players. Dante's better at basketball. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it it's, it's a weird situation because I like Dante. I think he's good, but at the end of the day, he's averaging. Like, he's going to block a couple shots per game. Uh, he gets a couple steals as a 6'11 big man. Um, you know, they're similar. They're really similar. I think Dante's like- bigger. He looks like he should be
1: better than he is, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. By the way, right. Grant Creech. Grant says, I am still an Andy Enfield denier. There's many of them out there. It's because Andy Enfield does not care what we think because Andy Enfield does not channel emotions.
0: I have never seen Andy Enfield upset, Jason Shear. Uh I've never seen him anything. There may not be a coach with less personality yes. than Andy Enfield.
1: If Bruce Pasco was a head basketball coach, he would be Andy Enfield.
0: Do That's we actually not this? bad. Yes, I do agree with that. That's actually not bad at all. Bruce
1: Pascoe is Andy Enfield, yes. All right. Now, Oregon, though, is the one team I have no clue what to make of it because I think they have some pretty high-level talent. But um, I could see them finishing fifth in the conference or I could see them challenging Arizona. Neither one would surprise me in the least. Who knows?
0: Yeah, Oregon, when it came down to it, I like – Dante like, Dante's really good. Uh, I think J- Jackson Shellstad is going to be awesome. But there's some other players that I just don't know how they fit. Like I, I don't like them very much. I'm still not high on uh, I call them cuisine art and uh, the other ones. Aquendo. and what was the other new right. transfer they got?
1: Um, they got a Quavio a Kendo or whatever his name is, and then there was somebody else as well. Um, and then you got KJ Evans. Blah 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 blah. Um. So, yeah, I agree with you. I would not I would not bet any money on them. I do find them interesting, though. That's the uh, that's the only thing that I would say, Um, by the way, Keck. Oh, our good buddy Keck is in here. At least we make the NCAA tournament to be able to choke, my friend. (laughs) Take that. All right. A.J. uh, uh, Diabonsa. The uh, the number the number one rated player in the entire class is reclassified to 2025. Everybody wants to know: Is the Tommy Gun going to be getting in on him? Um, this guy obviously has options. What do you think, there, Sheer? What do you think? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm at the same. I'm, I'm at the same. Uh, I'm at the same point right there. We do need to talk about Zoom Diallo. I do not. I have not believed that this official visit will occur. But we are getting closer to this time, though, Sheer.
0: Okay, so here's how it breaks down. There is a rumor that's been going around for the last week that he's actually going to commit this weekend to another school, not to Arizona. That's been a rumor. He hasn't gone on record saying it. I don't know. If he doesn't commit this weekend, there is a chance that he goes on that Arizona visit. Um, I don't even know if Arizona – actually, I do know. I don't think Arizona believes it's going to get him. But if he wants to come on campus, and the way that his recruitment play has played out, you got to bring him on campus because the kid could absolutely commit to Arizona. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Um, it's become kind of funny his recruitment. He's a really good kid. He just doesn't want to say no to any school. But right. Washington thought they had him when he was on Washington's campus and all that. If you're Arizona and he wants to come, you bring him in. You don't turn
1: down five-star kids if they want to visit here unless they're Cody Williams, according to Jason Shear right there. This is correct, Jason Shear.
0: Man, I'm so excited about watching how Colorado plays out this season. Your Colorado, Colorado's again. You know that was a that was quite
1: an indictment, though. I thought on uh, Tad Boyle's coaching, though, he's got maybe his second most talented team that he's had here, and they don't have him predicted to finish in the top four. I thought that was an indictment on our
0: good friend Tad Boyle. The problem with that roster is the guards besides Simpson and Simpson's not that good they don't exist and there's no guard off the bench like literally they don't have guards off the bench they're one foul trouble away from having no decent starting five yeah agreed now
1: Let's get to some Arizona football here, because that's what the folks want to talk about right here. But first, never a better time to become a PHNX diehard. You can get the uh, stuff from Anthony Jamino, who Jason Shear actually likes. Good person, Anthony Jamino. And on top of that, uh, you got great merchandise. You got great deals. No better time to become a PHNX diehard. Check it out right now. Go PHNX.com. All right. JDL practiced yesterday. Um the uh, we're obviously you're allowed to be there. You're not allowed to report on it. J, uh, JDL practice right there. Um, Jed Fish has said that if JDL is 100 percent, he is starting. I hope that he is 98 percent, Jason Shears, So he doesn't start.
0: I just want to point out the irony. You just said you're allowed to be there, not report on it. And then you just reported on it. Sources told Mike that Jaden <laughs> practiced. Um, yeah, right. I mean. It's, I, I think Jed Fish has left himself a very clear out. And Brennan Carroll actually said the same thing. We're not going to play him unless he's 100%. They're saying that for a reason. Meaning if he's 98%, he's not playing because it's not 100 Right. So right now I would lean towards Noah Fafita starting because I think that the barrier for Jaden to start is is very high on purpose. And, like, uh, this isn't me with inside knowledge. This is how I'm reading the situation. Noah starts, and then they reassess everything during the bye week. That would be my All guess. Right. If this would be a – I will say this. I
1: think it would be a disastrous move, but it would be very interesting if uh, you – after the game that Noah Fafita played and how JDL has played this season, Jed Fish, if you were to start JDL this week, that would – be the ultimate, I do not care what anybody has to say about what I'm going to do. I am going to start the player that I want to start right there. My question is this, where are the credits that JDL has built up to be in this situation where it doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady out there, when JDL is healthy, JDL is going out there. I do not
0: understand this. Well, first shout out our guy, David Kelly, who flat out asked Jed, what about everyone that wants Know where to start, and Jet's like, I, I don't listen to them. I'm the head coach of the team, so Jet absolutely does not care what people like you and me think about the quarterback situation. I just think Jet has put in so much work with Jaden Delora that he's he's all in now. At the radio show on Monday night, someone said, "Would you pull Jaden or whoever it is if they didn't perform well in, in the next couple of weeks if both quarterbacks are healthy?" And right away, he said, "Absolutely." Uh, it feels like one giant setup, to be honest, with Jaden and his future and all that. But he he's put a lot of work. We've talked about this before. Like, you don't see a lot of starting quarterbacks getting pulled. And, and there's a lot in college and the NFL. There's a lot of bad quarterbacking, and their coaches don't pull them because the amount of work they yeah. put in with them. But when the backup comes in and he
1: is uh, demonstrating better than the other guy a lot of times they stay in then at that point I mean Noah Fafita threw five touchdowns and one pick against SC and took him into triple overtime right there I don't know what else you want right there at this point because he that was it you know outside of a bad pass that was an A plus performance at some point you're kind of you're basically saying I don't care what anybody else does Jaden Delora is my guy I don't care what anybody else does
0: yeah yes <laughs> that's basically how. The, and and look, and and Jed would tell you as well as Noah played, uh, he screwed up on the pass to Jacob Cowing in overtime where he should have thrown it much earlier. The interception changed the tide of the game. It was a really bad pick, and and that's some plays that he would point to. And look, would Jaden have made that same those same mistakes probably, and then a few more? Uh, I'm just saying that Jed is basically bought into the fact that Noah. It's not about Noah winning the job. It's about Jaden losing the job. And in, in Jed's eyes, Jaden probably hasn't done enough to lose the job yet. If he goes out but on yeah, Saturday he- and plays like crap, I think he's done.
1: But why do we accentuate then whenever uh, Jaden Delora makes a bad, whenever Jaden Delora or whenever Noah Fafita makes a bad pass, it's always brought up in the presser, but when Jaden Delora throws four interceptions, well, he bounced back really well in the second half. You got to like it. It always seems like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And again, I'm a big Jed Fish fan, but this whole quarterback situation thing, I do not understand at all.
0: No, I don't. I don't get it either. The easiest decision, like i said it, I would go with Noah. And and you know, it, it's you are playing with fire if you go back to Jaden because if he goes back to Jaden, and you know, we talk about fans and all that. If he goes back to Jaden after Noah's performances, and let's just say Jaden plays Saturday and he throws two picks and Arizona loses by two touchdowns, forget us. Now you have to worry about losing your team because the team is already for the most part, wanting to play Noah. Now you've played Jaden and for the first time in weeks, all year, you, you lost by two touchdowns or whatever. You lost by more than a possession. Well, now your team's starting to second guess your decisions too. This is, very dangerous territory for for Jetfish.
1: And I talked about it. I tweeted this out. And again, we're going to get to the positives here because obviously Jetfish has done a lot of really good stuff. But again, this isn't Lute Olson here where you can throw out Daniel Dillon and everybody's like, why is this scrub playing? And Lute Olson can say, well, you can look at my resume and get back to me. Again, Jed's done a good job here building the talent. Jed doesn't have that resume right now, though. He doesn't have those kind of credits built up with this community. You throw JDL back out there, and if he plays like he's played this whole season, I'm not saying people are going to turn on you, but I'm also not saying that this fan base isn't going to be very upset with
0: you either. I love Arizona fans. You love Arizona fans. But we both know what Arizona fans are. It is a very fickle fan base. Like... Mm -hmm they will turn on you in a heartbeat and they will support you in a heartbeat. And if this goes wrong, you know, like I just had my, my, my bug guy, like the guy that sprays for bugs come to my house. And he said that he, he finds it and he's a season ticket holder. He finds it hard to root for Arizona when Jaden Delora is at quarterback. And, and that's, and, and he's probably more common than not. Right. And, and people find it hard to root for Arizona and I'm not getting into the off the field stuff, but Noah Fafita, let's just say this Noah Fafita is really, really easy to root for. I've yet to find anyone that dislikes Noah Fafita. He's
1: very, very easy to root for. Not only that, he's turned out to be pretty darn good during the process right there. Now, you might be like us and say, where could I bet on Arizona against Washington State? Uh, bet MGM. Now, Jason Shear and vintage Jason Shear mode has picked Arizona to win against Washington State, but says he would not be surprised if Washington State blows out Arizona. So, Jason Shear, you have yourself covered both ways. This is
0: correct. No, 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 no. I am picking Arizona to win. I want to be on record. I'm just saying I don't think Arizona is going to lose a close game. They're going to win or they're going to get run off the field. I just think that you can only play so many close games. So, in other words, if you're betting and you think Arizona is going to lose – it's going to be more to the nine points, right? Or eight points or whatever it is. Me, I'm picking Arizona to straight up win. Money line. Money line, Mike. That's my pick Jason. of the week. Jason Shear is
1: back in the A right there. Is that fair to say you're back in the A? Absolutely. Okay. now sign up for BetMGM, use bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through BetMGM sportsbook mobile app of at least ten dollars. You will receive two hundred dollars instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wagers outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. Let's hear our good friend Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 hope and Y, or text hope y 467 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. one 800 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, now we got some really good news to get to right here because we're not like ASU and there's no future in front of us. We are we are the University of Arizona. Jason Shear, what do you have?
0: Did you see breaking? Uh, Mookie Cook, your boy Mookie Cook had surgery. He's out. Is it's he out, out for East the season? He's out till January. I actually wasn't
1: expecting much out of Mookie Cook this year, to be honest with you. Um, now uh, let's see here. I was digging. Let's see here. All right. Now, what Keck said something to us. Keck said something earlier. He said, Mike, your face is going to turn pale. Hello, buddy. It already is pale. So I don't know how you found that one out already. All right. Big Bill Norton, our guy. Big Bill Norton. If there is an Umar Ballow on this team, a true leader of men, a true inspiration for the community, it's Big Bill Norton. Jason Shear, Big Bill Norton can come back next
0: year. I'm a uh I'm a big big bill norton fan and so i reached out to someone the other day i was like doesn't he have another year and they said yes now you never know guys He could choose to become a professional dj for all i know i don't know but getting him back on the roster for another year getting isaiah ward back on the roster for another year and russell davis and all and uh, i mean all of a sudden like you're you're cool with arizona's defense line getting bill norton back is a big deal he, he's been very good this season
1: Big Bill Norton, Tai Tai Uyaga Lele. Um, You got uh, then. You got uh, Deuce Davis. You've also got uh, um, obviously Isaiah Ward. By the way, let's talk about Isaiah Ward for a second. People need to understand that Isaiah Ward is good on your board a lot of the times. And again, it's not everybody, but there are people that keep saying, "Why is Isaiah Ward playing?" He's playing because he's good.
0: (laughs) He's good. That's 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 what uh, you know. He's got a couple sacks. He pressures the quarterback. He's a freshman in terms of playing. Like yeah. He plays because he's good.
1: Isaiah Ward has all conference potential before it's all said and done. We agree with this.
0: Yes, he has the potential to be very, very good. He's still young. He's still being coached up. He's going to put on weight and all that. He's going to be really good by the time he leaves Arizona.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. But either way, that would be a nice look. That's not a bad down line right there. If you've got something like Ty Ty, Big Bill Norton, Then uh, Russell Davis, by the way, Russell Davis heard you besmirching his good name right here. Jason Shearer He's come alive the last two weeks. Would you like to apologize now or later? The my bad Russell Davis movement.
0: I like Russell Davis. I just said he hadn't been very good this year up until that point. He was awesome against USC. Joking aside, it was wild how dominant he was in that game.
1: I mean, he was just throwing USC guys around left and right, getting into the backfield. It was very impressive
0: to watch. Yeah, I mean the biggest takeaway I had from that game was that Arizona was more physical than USC, which is crazy to say. And Davis was one of them. I mean they they couldn't keep him out of the backfield. It, it was just it was wild to watch.
1: It really was. Now, um, what player that we do need to keep uh, an eye on? Well, there's a couple of them. The, the there's a lot of depth at this D tackle position right now. I mean, you got Manoa, you've got uh, Tia Savea, Tai Tai those are all pretty good players right there. You're not throwing out any bums right there. Like
0: we've thrown out in previous years Sure. Yeah. I'd like to see CO, uh play a little bit more. I, I think he's done well with his snaps. There's talent, man. Like there's not a real drop off uh, when, when they go from the first and second and even playing some of the third, sometimes, uh, you know, Johnny Nansen before the season said that they were going to rotate a lot. And it's like, yeah, whatever you need to be good to rotate a lot. But they're rotating a ton like there's no defensive lineman that plays more than 45 steps a game and that's the key when you look at the best teams in the country that's how they operate on their defensive line yeah no it's going to be very very
1: good now um, looking at that, looking at the DBs, looking at the secondaries. It was a tough game for Takario Davis. But overall, though, this was a brilliant defensive scheme by Johnny Nansen. We've got to give Johnny Nansen a lot of credit here. I think a lot of people were wondering what exactly was, uh, you know, because the defense took a big dip, obviously, from Don Brown down to Johnny Nansen, obviously. But this Johnny Nansen is coming back and saying, ha ha
0: ha, don't uh, judge a book by its cover, my friend. Look, at the end of the day, you're only as good as your talent, right? Like Johnny Nansen, I I don't know if anyone could have taken that defense last year and made them good. Maybe you're a little better with Don Brown, but at the end of the day, the talent wasn't there. So they go out and they get a bunch of talent in the transfer portal, and all of a sudden Johnny Nansen is a really good coordinator. Uh, You know, it's partly talent. I thought the game plan against USC was fantastic. They played more man than they had all year, and USC did not know what to do with it at all. Um, and, and that to me is also the sign of a good coordinator. He's not just going out there and saying, you know what? We're going to play zone all game. Here we go. And, you know, USC's talent at wide receiver is crazy. And, and so for DiCario right. Davis, who again, are, are pretty much true freshmen this year, uh, to throw them out there against those guys in man coverage. And they they played well for the most part. They made a couple mistakes, but you can't, you can't ask for much more from them. All right. Now, Foco. Here's the deal, Foco.
1: Foco is always at our back for Arizona sports, and they can have your back as well. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and use code PHNX for all non pre sale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10 percent off. Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. Check it out right there. Uh, Jason Shearer, do you have any Foco with you right now? Because uh, if you don't, I we don't. Get, that. We get that. Clearly, I need to get on that right after this. You will. All right. Washington has better receiver talent than USC. I've got something else to say about this. Did you happen to see what uh I can't remember who it was from the USC side that said they're they were they will not face a better wide receiving uh, duo than Jacob Cowing and T Mac. And he's right about that. It's very true, Jason Shear.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to say Washington as a whole is is better than USC and their receiver talent, I guess. But I mean US, USC just has weapons. Like they're because Washington's not running the ball. Like, Lloyd is clearly better than anything Washington has at, at running back, the offensive line. I mean, it's – Washington, the, the offenses are different. But when I look at the receiving groups in the conference, I'm still, to me, Cowan and T-Mac are as good as any in the country.
1: Over or under three first-round picks on this Arizona team right now? Ooh. Over. I'm going over as well Jonah. because I feel good that there's three. I think Jordan Morgan's going to be a first. Obviously, Jono will be a first. T-Mac will be a first. And I bet there's somebody we don't even think about right now. I'm going over of three first-round picks here. Yeah. I stand strong. Three over three. All right. All right. Now, uh, Michael Wiley – Michael Wiley – or Michael Wiley, excuse me. Um, our good buddy is Zona, Tucson 93. Wiley out this weekend. Well, according to the people out there, you can never lose a job to injury. We like Michael Wiley – Michael Wiley's probably not going to be rushed back because Jonah Coleman is an
0: absolute monster. Uh yeah, I, I think I think Wiley's out this weekend. Um and if he somehow plays, uh it'll be limited. The thing is, they have a bye next week. So if there's any, if you're not a hundred percent, you might as well just sit out. And I think for Wiley, um, he, he won't play this week, and I'd be surprised.
1: I am very curious to see, cause I do kind of feel like maybe we're starting to reach that point. Um, no more Montana, Limonius Craig having to play 100% of the snaps each game. Um, that obviously started to change against SC a little bit. I mean, just at the end of the day, and we talked about this yesterday, he's just not good enough, man. I mean, again, he looks the part. It's nothing personal. Just not good enough. You play six games and you got 120 yards or whatever it is. Not good
0: enough. Yeah. I'm going to ask Jed about this tomorrow at the presser. Cause I agree. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious to to see that he's just not getting the job done. You know, in, in, is it a case of they just don't think the other options are better or or what is it? And I'll ask Jed, but I, I'd like to see more of, of some other guys out there at wide receiver.
1: Well, because the big a big problem, though, too, with it is that at some point, then you're going to be people are just going to say, well, you only play three wide receivers. I mean, I get it last year where you had Dorian Singer, uh, uh, Jacob Cowing, and T-Mac. Totally get it. But when you got a dude who's not doing anything and he can't come off the field at all, at some point people start saying, well, Jed, do you only play three wide receivers? Is this only, is this something that you are uh, sold
0: on right there? But the problem is again, like with Jed, you got to do stuff in games. Like they played Kevin green, I think played 15 or 20 snaps against USC and, and did absolutely nothing. Um, and I like, we like Kevin green a lot, but you gotta, you gotta take advantage of your opportunities. and, I'm sure Montana practices well and has the body type they like for the outside. And um, at this point, do they play Riley with, with, you know, the red shirt and all that, that might be something, but we'll see what Jed says, but, but we're on the same page. I I just, to me, you need that third receiver to emerge even a little bit and he's averaging one catch for 10 yards a game. I mean, or whatever it is, it's just, it's not going to work.
1: You know, for all the nonsense that we've joked about over the years, the or over the last year Dorian Singer and Arizona were probably really really good for both of each other because Arizona has not come close to finding anybody like Dorian Singer and Dorian Singer has not come close to finding anybody like Arizona.
0: Yeah, I I win that bet though, right? You thought he would kill it at USC.
1: Yeah, but you also thought though that the third receiver.
0: Now, we're 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 even we're, we're even on this on one. Isn't it fair to say we're, we're even? we're both wrong because you thought he would kill it at usc and i thought that they could just shove anyone in there and the numbers would be close uh so So we'll we'll, yeah we're or we're both right i think singer is the only one to be honest because i i think arizona's more than fine without bars and they're more than fine without roland wallace singer is the one that probably got away or whatever and um, you know, you'll look at his numbers at USC is going to wind up finishing the season with like 400 yards, uh, it, which is crazy when you look at his numbers last year. And I'm curious to see if he transfers again. Do you think Arizona would welcome him back? Uh, yeah, probably would imagine. You imagine, <laughs> you imagine. speaking of that people happens. are probably not going to be welcome. Was that, has that happened before? We need to, we need to find out. Yeah,
1: I don't know, but I've had a couple people ask me this, and I'm just speaking um, for – I'm just speaking uh, generically as I have no inside information on this. I would be stunned if Elijah rushing recommitted to the U of A. There were bridges burned by uh, his father right there. And if you're Arizona, I think that you figure that you can take that NIL. You can find some guys in there to be able to supplant that. I would be um, I would be shocked if Elijah Rushing recommitted to the U of A. And quite frankly, I think the U of A is uh, more than ready to move on from him.
0: I'd almost be more just as surprised if Arizona continues to recruit him. I think that bridge has been burned to the ground. I, I don't think there's going to be Will Height. That bridge is still sturdy Mm -hmm. they're still gonna recruit him even though he's probably gonna commit to washington this weekend i think they're still gonna recruit will height uh rushing's done you just you can't do what he did and and fix that
1: i i still can't get over and again we're not going to keep talking about it but we are going to talk about it right here i still can't get over the situation that his father intentionally put him in like what are you what what do you think is going to happen when you badmouth Arizona? It's one thing. And then you talk about going to ASU possibly to win championships. Dude, you're literally trying to get people to hate your kid right there.
0: What are you doing? And then you're on Twitter under a fake account which is very clearly a member of that family going at people very clearly and then you delete the account because you've been found out. I've, I've very really like, I've seen the parent that doesn't want their kid to sign with the school and signing day. You see some shenanigans and all that. But I can't recall a decommitment right. statement that just rips. And, and what makes it even better is his brother's still on the team. You're ripping the coach. So even if you, you wanted to kind of mend the fence, like you're not going to Arizona whatever, well, now you just threw your other son under the bus too. He can't come back to Arizona next year.
1: He, he can, and guess what? You're probably not going to get Oregon to give him a scholarship either. I mean, th- that to me is just the part that is baffling about all of this. Um, Marcelo Martinez, and again, I don't have any insight on this. I would be stunned if <laughs> Cruz rushing is on the team next year. Um, again, I've you and I have been doing this a long time. I've never seen a decommitment like that and how it was handled ever.
0: Yeah, and let's be clear. I don't care about decommitments, especially in my that line of work. It is going on. I can't think of one decommitment that has ever upset me. Um and, and this and I'm not going to start now. It's just the way that it was written. Even ASU fans were like, "What? Like we're not building, we're not a championship team right now. We're on the same track as Arizona was a few years ago." And and that was clearly a a shot at Arizona and it's just it's not necessary.
1: All right. Tad says, obviously, he didn't like how his son is being treated on the team. Why would he expose Elijah to the same thing? He's upset that his son isn't playing. They gave him a scholarship to be nice. Cruz Rushing is not a Division One football player. If he thought that he was going to play, then he was sorely mistaken right there. It was nice that they gave him a scholarship. Nobody else did. So I don't know what you're mad about, dude. Like I said, I would just be happy that your kid got a
0: full ride right there. Yeah. Arizona didn't promise him anything. And they straight up said, you're probably going to compete on special teams. He hasn't yeah. been good enough. He hasn't played one special team snap the whole year. And I've had some people be like, well, why don't they just play him? That's not how football works. Like, it's just not. Yeah. And it was, it was clearly a mistake to take him at the end of the day. Right. That that's what it comes down to. Uh, he committed to Oregon. He went to Florida. Now he's at, he's going to be at his four to school as a It's just, it's crazy. It, it really is. All right. But one thing that's not crazy is Illegal Pete's.
1: Um, Illegal Pete's is your go to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's the go to spot for burritos, buddies and beer for 28 years um yeah so like i said that that's where it is with uh, rushing uh, like i said his father put him in an untenable spot burner accounts we got to talk about burner accounts here for a second so we had a burner account that was just established essentially right after the decommitment that started going at sheer and then uh cutesy bootsy it has been uh, d de- has been discontinued and then uh, so we started tweeting i started tweeting at it a little bit and i just said Dude, obvious burner accounts are never a good thing. There was run, one reply. Everybody saw it. <laughs> the likes started following in, and then the de- account was deleted. If you're going to make a burner account, be a little bit more clever about it there, sheer.
0: Yeah, there. I mean, I, I don't have one, but if I did, it'd be pretty like – that account hadn't been used in like 10 years. It was one tweet, right. and then – all of a sudden they follow a bunch of Arizona football and they're like, Elijah rushing this. And it's just, come on, man. It's just, and then we call them out and you delete the account. Just stop. Right.
1: By the way, ba- Oh, Tony Jones, back the a, our guy, Tony Jones, Tony Jones, we want your kid to play more. I would like to see, uh, I would like to see AJ Jones out there. First of all, I don't believe that AJ Jones is only six, four. I know the father said he's six, four AJ Jones to me, looks like he's six foot
0: eight Jason Shearer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember the first time we saw him. We we're like, "Who? What basketball player is that?" It was awesome. Free AJ yeah. Jones, but Tony, we. Yeah,
1: we, we want A.J. Jones out there. We like A.J. Jones a great deal right there. So, again, like to see him out there. Kevin Green, uh, Malachi Riley, who knows? A bunch of different players out there. We'd like to see it. Again, T-Mac, Jacob Cowing, not coming off the field. I do believe we've seen enough of Montana to know that uh, there is an uh, there is an opening for other players to play right there. All right, now, Jason Shear, let's talk a little bit about Wazoo here. So, you predicted, again, that Arizona was going to win, but – in general, sheer mode, you did say, like we talked about, that you could also see Wazoo blowing Arizona out. So sheer wins either way right there. But I do agree with you. I'm back in the A. I think Arizona's going to win this game.
0: Yeah, just say that, all right? We'll just say that. Arizona's going to win this. Fu- the Wildcats are due to finally win one of these games. Yes. And, but that. let me ask you this, though. This is the
1: ultimate test. Does that opinion change if JDL starts?
0: No, oh, kind of. I put you sure I put you on the spot. <laughs> no, kind of yes, but we're still gonna say no because you know what? You gotta back the A. If you're gonna back the A, when you times back- are high, you gotta back them when they're low. We,
1: yes, exactly. Like we talked about, if you didn't back the A when we sucked, we don't want you back in the A right now. Although you can still come to the games, we'll accept. We'll accept <laughs> you in there, Matt. We said before the season. Do we still like – I still like six wins. I look at this schedule and there are wins to be had right here. Um, again, Air, I think that Arizona can absolutely win all of these games. I'm not saying they will. They probably won't. But Arizona is going to smash ASU, I believe. I know it's a rivalry game. I get all that nonsense. Um, I don't see why any of these games they can't beat. I think they're going to beat Utah if Cam Rising doesn't play.
0: Sheer, uh, do you stand by I, what I, you I- said? We are at the part of the schedule where every game is winnable at Washington state is a tough game, but home against Utah, you can win that home against UCLA, Oregon state. You can win that at Colorado. You can win that at ASU. You can win that. Like you could win these games. And and, and so there's no game where I look at the schedule now and I go, no, no chance. Every game is winnable from here on out. I love Tony Jones right here the a will win out how cool
1: is that right there tony jones leader of men we agree with you right there can you imagine if arizona won out how fantastic that would be that'd be wild jed fish to the patriots at that point
0: (laughs) oh man jed fish to the patriots are you starting Um, that rumor right now you started the rumor in our text yesterday um but oh by the way ryan mitchell what's that bill belichick handpicks his successor Fish. Yeah. By the way,
1: um, let's see here. Ryan Mitchell, we have to clean up the foolish penalties to start. Yes, we do have to. Some of these penalties are dumb. Now, some of them are bad officiating. Some of them are just dumb. I am of the opinion of this. Justin Flo, you have to play him the whole game. He's just too impactful not to play the entire game. But you can definitely count on one penalty, like what are you doing out there, per game from Justin Flo. What do you say, Sheer?
0: Yeah, I, and I like basically against USC. Um, they said, you know, what flows playing? I think Danny really played one snap. You just gotta have him in there, and you know right. he's gonna make some crazy one crazy play a game because that's who he is. And um, but but I think Arizona's defense is just more physical and more effective when he's out there. All right. Now, you might
1: look at Sheeran and myself and say, man, these guys got to clean up a little bit. These guys look like bums. You would be correct. Pins and Aces is here to help us right there. Pins and Aces, check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Pins and Aces is the official golf partner of PHNX and All City. Oh, before we have Gutter Maldonado, we got to do it again. Listen, because here's the thing about us here when we're, we when we rip on a player, when they come back and they poke us between the eyeballs and say, I'm still here, our eyeballs are strong, but we have to admit it, Gunner was awesome against USC. Um, there's really no other way to put it. He had good in coverage, good in tackling. That Gunner, we can all get behind there, sheer.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was awesome. You know, he, he was his best game maybe of his career. He plays like that, you won't hear anyone complain about it. But he's got to be. The, the thing is, he's always pretty good against the run. Uh, the coverage has been awful. He didn't get lost really once. And if you get beat once, whatever, people get beat all the time. It's, is it consistent? And that's all we ask for, Mike. We don't have, you know, we just go out there, Gunner, and and, and play decent. I forgot, what was ASU picked in the uh,
1: conference for basketball preseason? I, I guess I didn't sixth. look at that. What was that, Dino? Huh?
0: Sixth. They They're picked sixth. That's not bad for ASU. No, it's a, it's a little high. I had him six, two, and then I realized it was probably too high. Uh, it's a little high, but why not? Good for them. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Them.
1: Either way, everybody out there really appreciates you. Shear before we sign off, where can they call where can they find you causing problems, doing all that, not doing all that stuff?
0: Uh com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with my wife Shelby and at Jason Shear on Twitter. All right, I am your pale host, Mike Luke. That is Jason Shear
1: right there, Damon behind the scenes, making us sound way better than we ever should. To everybody out there, really appreciate you. Tony Jones, we got your back. Everybody back the A. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 1045. The great Jody Ayler coming up. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.